This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. I seriously love BetterHelp so much. They're one of my favorite sponsors, and I will tell you why I love them so much. When I started this podcast, I was going through a really rough time. I'm talking drug relapse, drug addiction, drug abuse, relationship issues, anxiety, depression. I was going through one of the craziest moves of my life, so therapy really helped me get through a lot of that. And online therapy is, in my opinion, even better than going to a therapist's office because, let's face it, our lives have changed the last year or so, and I just feel like online therapy is the best way to go. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist, and you can start communicating with them in less than 48 hours. They really do match you with, with a therapist so quickly. It takes, in my case, less than 24 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. And there's a broad range of expertise available, which might not really be locally available in all areas. The service is available for clients worldwide, and it's super easy to access your account. You can log in, you can send a message to your counselor really at any time you want, and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, whatever you prefer. I like to do phone sessions sometimes because sometimes I like to, to go on a walk when I, go on, when I do my therapy sessions. It's really up to you. Traditional therapy can come with kind of a stressful energy attached to it. So I really love how BetterHelp is really controlled by the, the patient. If you want to connect with your therapist and communicate something with them, they have a journal feature, which I absolutely love. This journal feature has the option of sharing your journal entries with your therapist, but if you want to keep them totally uh, private and anonymous towards yourself, you don't have to share them with your therapist. But I really like this feature because for many of us, starting fresh with a new therapist gives us a lot of anxiety and it can trigger us. Um, so if you feel like that, you're not alone. I felt the same exact way because let's face it, a new therapist has to ask questions and try to get on the same page as where their client is. And sometimes rehashing our, our history of trauma and all the details can become kind of exhausting and a little bit annoying. So what I do when I start with a new therapist, like I did on BetterHelp, is I use the journal feature and I wrote kind of a lengthy email explaining to the therapist where what I've been through in the last few years, where I'm at right now, what I'm looking for in therapy, and what kind of therapy I've done, what kind of therapy I'm interested in, and what I'd like um, out of a therapist. So this is super important. If starting with a brand new therapist gives you panic or anxiety or stress, 
This is the most stress-free approach you could possibly do. I love how they matched me with someone with the experience and qualifications that I asked for. I personally asked for a therapist who had some experience with eating disorders, depression, and relationship trauma. Once BetterHelp matched me with my therapist, she messaged me right away and then I scheduled my first session with her for that week. The process is easy, effortless, and stress-free. BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. So if you're going through a hard time right now, and let's face it, so many of us are, whether it's emotional turbulence, depression, anxiety, relationship issues, LGBTQ issues, whatever it is, body image, self-esteem, BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit betterhelp.com vibe. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, and join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Vibe within listeners, you get 10% off of your first month of online counseling at betterhelp.com slash vibe. That's betterhelp.com slash vibe. Betterhelp.com slash vibe. Go start online therapy. DM me on Instagram. Let me know how it's going. And I hope that you get the help, the support, and the healing that you deserve. Welcome to the Vibe Within Podcast. I'm your host, Gab Cohen. Each week, we will connect through stories and conversations about wellness, yoga, addictions, spirituality, mental health, rituals, and everything in between. The goal is to transform our traumas into strengths to create the change we desire in our lives. My mission is to help others by shining awareness on real-life topics so we can learn new ways to heal physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Whatever you are going through in this moment, you are not alone, so let's connect and heal our vibe within. Hey guys, welcome back to the Vibe Within podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I'm your host, Gab Cohen. I'm a yogi. I'm a spiritual junkie, I love biohacking and healing, and I love sharing my journey through it all, through healing my physical traumas, like my hypothyroidism, um, depression, anxiety, and sharing with you guys all forms of healing, and I'm obsessed with mental health and psychology and writing and just all the things. So today's episode is an audio essay that I wrote for you guys, and it's all about trauma being the gateway to our spiritual or yoga practice. So I had a student ask me recently, um, you know, what led me to yoga? And they were just saying that it seems like everyone on a spiritual path or a yoga journey has been through some shit. And I think that they were totally right, and it kind of gave me this inspiration to write a little bit about this, and I share in this episode what truly brought me into the yoga um, practice and what traumas I am working on healing and what wounds I'm ready to 
fully closed and things in the past that can come up during our yoga practice because I think that trauma and our past experiences can very well be the gateway into this mindfulness and yoga or spirituality practice because when we don't know what else to do sometimes we turn to god or spirit or source or whatever it is that we think is the last effort you know like sometimes we don't know what else to do and when we're in a rock bottom or a phase of our life where we just feel so lost um spirituality and yoga can trickle in at the most perfect time so maybe this audio essay will help you realize that pivotal moment and that moment that helped you realize that it was time to start yoga or maybe it'll bring you back to that month or that week or that year that was really rough and it'll kind of clear things through and make you realize like wow I'm so proud of myself that I that I am in the yoga world now. So I hope this episode resonates with you guys and makes you feel good and heard and nourished. Um, Do me a favor and subscribe, rate, or review the podcast. That means the world to me because every rating and review really helps my podcast rise to the surface. And my podcast is still still new, so it takes some time to be noticed um, in the podcast world. But I'm loving all of the shares and screenshots that I'm seeing on Instagram. So feel free to tag me on Instagram. My Instagram's Gypsy Love Flow, or you can always DM me questions for the podcast because I do some Q and A episodes. You can also email me gabcohen at gmail.com. But for sure, try to subscribe, rate, review. Um, You can also share this episode with anybody who you think needs to hear it. It's easy to share episodes on the podcast app or Spotify or whatever you're listening to this through. You just click share. You can copy the link or you can simply text message it to anyone in your contacts. I do this for my mom, my dad, and it it's just easy for them so that they can just go ahead and click play and they can listen to it and it's already there. So let's just get right into the episode. There's no quote-unquote ads or sponsors in this episode. Um, I don't do this podcast for money. Again, as I said, um, I do this because it makes me feel good and any sponsors or quote-unquote ads that I have within my episodes, they're just there to break them up, and usually I put them in longer episodes because it's kind of intense to hear somebody talking for like an hour and a half. So yeah, that's my little spiel. Um, Let's just get right into it, and I will see you on the other side. Enjoy. Is trauma the gateway to spirituality or yoga practice? Someone recently asked me, what led you to yoga? Because in their eyes, it seems as though everyone who is on a spiritual or awakening path has been through some shit. I completely agree. I 100% think that everyone who is on a spiritual path or yoga journey or any awareness practice for that matter that the reasoning behind them finding that path and giving it a shot might be the biggest testament of their life and potentially was their only exit route from a rock bottom 
or a breakdown in their life. I think there will be many phases of life with breakdowns and rock bottoms, and for some, it takes one. For some, it might take 20 to realize that maybe they need something bigger and more divine to start being aware to, to start surrendering to. When shit hits the fan and our life becomes overwhelmingly chaotic and quote-unquote unfair, instead of fighting it, which can cause hormonal imbalances and physical trauma to trap itself in the body, we can breathe into it or lean into it. Just like when our yoga practice gets physically intense and our heart is racing and we're resisting the posture, if we can mentally make that shift and we can find a way to lean into the posture, our entire body and mind softens. The resistance is what is fucking us up. Look at the chaos right in the eye and say, what the fuck is up? I'm going to treat this chaos like a project or an experiment. And now it's my job to flow through it and then it's over. But that's the project, getting through the chaos. And our life is in some form our personal art project. Just like in the art world, any form of art, the artist is expressing themselves through the art. Usually their pain, their past experiences, traumas, or sufferings are what come through the art and into the universe. No matter what medium you're using, that's what thrives art. I think everyone who is aligned in a spiritual, emotional awareness path has been faced with trauma. Everyone has gone through trauma, period. But spirituality and meditation and movement is a form of natural medicine that takes a leap of faith to blindly begin. No one knows too much about yoga or spirituality when they take their first step into that realm. No one knows all of the postures or all of the breathing techniques before they go and take that first yoga or meditation class, but they do it anyway. In order for them to dive into the unknown, they probably were faced with traumas, consistent problems or patterns, toxic relationships, maybe loss and grieving. Those types of things could be the push into the craving for healing, the craving for feeling well again, a craving to be emotionally heard and understood. And when we are completely alone and trying to make sense of the chaos in our lives, usually spirituality and yoga or meditation finds its, its way into our lives. That is when our universe opens our eyes to the amount of healing that we deserve because through pain comes strength and within the dark there is light. Our traumas are giving us character and vulnerability. Our experiences and losses are giving us the capability to connect with others without the masks that we wore so easily during our childhood and adolescence. For me, my journey and gateway into yoga was through a phase of complete loneliness and fear. A phase when I moved to LA alone and newly single after being what felt like thrown away like garbage by my ex and his friends. This phase of my life was dark, very dark. I was not healthy, and I was actually the heaviest weight that I'd ever been. 
I was binging on unhealthy food, and I didn't know anyone in LA except for the girls I worked with. Just getting through the day was the biggest challenge. Getting through a song at work seemed impossible. One of my clients, who would come into the store frequently, and I think I've spoken about her in my yoga episode, her name was Amor. She was tall, thin, beautiful, African-American woman who always seemed like she was gliding through life, literally flowing through life. No matter what chaos was happening, she was light, open, and probably the first spiritual person who really entered my life, now that I think about it. I would talk to her about what I was going through, and she was a mother, so she knew that I was depressed. I told her that I hated my body and that I felt out of control and so miserable in this new city, especially after the breakup. She kept on nagging me to try yoga. She told me to try hot yoga, and I promised her that I would try it. She promised me it would change my life forever. Now that I think back, I think Amor was, was probably a psychic. I think she knew exactly what I needed, and I wish I had her info at this time because my life is completely different, and I owe it to her that I even tried yoga. So I began trying several different classes around LA, and that's when it all began. But what I didn't realize is that all of the traumas before the breakup and the move to LA were screaming to be heard and screaming to be finally healed. The wounds were reopening as I was approaching 23 years old, and I think those wounds are the reason why I was so open to trying yoga. Subconsciously, I didn't know specifics about these wounds, but the more yoga I did, the more vulnerable and the more connected to my past I became. I really didn't have anything else to lose at this point with trying yoga. I was alone, mentally naked, and at the end of the rope, dying to be happy again, dying to love my body again, and break free from the cycles and patterns that were keeping me feeling toxic. Yoga, mindfulness, awareness, and gratitude trickled into my life when I needed it the most. It was time to work through the past traumas that I had so easily pushed underneath the surface. From early childhood and being terrified of death and guns, feeling wounded and confused when losing my grandfather, and I think that is when the seed of depression was planted into my emotional soil. We don't realize it, but as spiritual beings, we are carrying generations of wounds within our blood. Depression, loneliness, anger, mental illness. These things transfer into our lives, and this is why we can feel so confused as to why we are the way we are in this life. Wounds from the most abusive relationship I had ever been through, senior year of high school with a heroin-addicted abuser, Wounds from turning to drugs and alcohol for years because I didn't know how to be happy on my own in this body. Wounds from the patterns I lost myself in hopping from relationship to relationship. Wounds from the years of meaningless sex that did more harm than good. Wounds from years of over-exercising, yo-yo dieting, and disordered eating, along with depression and anxiety. Wounds that were planted during... All of this leaving me feeling incompetent, dumb, ugly, and hated by my family. But these were negative mind traps and thinking traps that I had literally been trapped into thinking that they were true. I had literally led myself into a delusional hole 
and my thoughts and emotional roller coaster was wearing me down to the point that I felt crazy. Since I was a prisoner to these delusional thoughts and thinking traps, it literally made me feel like I was in the way, that I needed to hide and isolate myself because the same seed planted a seed of not being worthy enough of love and self-love from my family and from myself. Now, at this time in my life, fast forward to this present moment, I feel like it's my job and universal calling to spread yoga to everyone that I can. Whether their life is amazing or chaotic, everyone can use yoga in their life to their advantage. Because no matter if your life is perfect or going through chaos, it's nice to have spirituality and yoga and breathing and meditation in your toolbox to get through the chaotic times that will probably enter your life at one time or another. Unfortunately, everyone on this earth is going to suffer many times in their lives. And if we have the knowledge and the tools of these different types of practices in our life, we will have such a powerful gift to ourselves and humanity. We deserve to heal. We deserve to fix the traumas that are so ingrained in us from our childhood. And today I was listening to a podcast with Dr. Robin Smith and Oprah on Super Soul Sunday podcast. And she's the author of Hungry, The Truth of, About Being Full. And one of her quotes really stuck with me today. And that quote is, adulthood is to finish the unfinished business of childhood. And this made me think that everyone really is on a quest to heal their wounds from childhood and adolescence. Not so much to make sense of it, but to let go of it and not allow it to define us anymore. To not allow our, our past to label ourselves and put us in a jail cell of isolation or regret or shame. Instead, we can turn to our practices of mindfulness, meditation, movement, breath, gratitude, and this will really help us get past the traumas and move forward. Gratitude, yoga, movement, meditation, these are all here to guide us through this painful and amazing journey of healing and surrendering and living our life to our purpose. Another quote that I loved that she said in the same podcast episode, she says, wholeness really comes when we are able to know that our child injuries have less power in our adult current life. That's what wholeness and peace and liberty and dignity are about. And that really just stuck with me and I just loved that quote so much because as adults, we're still trying to make sense of the child that's within us. And just because we're adults doesn't mean that there's not a child within us who's asking for answers and demanding, you know, some kind of attention to the past and trying to make sense of it. And I don't think that we're supposed to make sense of it. I think that we it's our job to listen to our child, inner child, and to move through it and to not let, a, let it, you know, weigh down our lives right now because 
truly what meditation and yoga and mindfulness is all about is being present. And I'll end this audio essay with one more quote from Oprah in the same episode. She says, as an adult, we get to heal and close the wound. Thank you guys so much for listening to that episode of The Vibe Within. Um, I like sprinkling in some of these audio essays so that you can hear my writing, but in audio form, because I know that as entrepreneurs and, you know, in the work field and trying to hustle and flow through life, it's hard to just sit there and read tons of articles and Instagram posts and blog posts and whatever, so this is, you know, why I'm doing this is because it's easier to kind of get my point across um, through an audio essay, and I love writing, and I love speaking, and I love communicating with you guys and connecting with you guys, so if this resonated with you, let me know, screenshot, tag me on Instagram, my Instagram is gypsyloveflow, and you can also email me at gabcohen at gmail.com with any questions that you'd like me to answer in the podcast or any topics and concerns that you'd like to hear in the podcast. Um, I've got some really awesome guests lined up in the future. Um, And yeah, I just want you guys to know that even though we have traumas in our childhood and we have traumas from our adolescence and college and whatever, these past experiences, yes, they make us strong and they make us who we are today, but we don't have to limit ourselves. We don't have to, you know, fall short and and think that these things define us. And, you know, we are thriving, we are changing, we are flowing, and everything is temporary and nothing is permanent in this life, really. So, you know, as an adult, it's it gets easier and easier to find contentment and to move past our traumas if we allow it, if we allow it. So I know it's hard, but if you haven't gotten into yoga or meditation or any movement breath kind of practice and you're going through a rough time, maybe this is your chance. Maybe this is the moment of your life that is acting as the gateway to get into yoga and spirituality and there's no point in overthinking it or you know falling into the thinking trap that there's stigma and there's judgment or ego Um, there's so many different ways to get into yoga and spirituality so if you haven't um, listened to my second episode which is all about yoga um, and, and my yoga journey I think I talked a little bit about how to get into yoga as well And if you ever have questions for me regarding yoga or how to get into it or just any recommendations, you can feel free to DM me on Instagram and email me and connect with me because that's what it's all about. This is why I'm doing this. I'm not doing this for money, unfortunately, Um, but, you know, it doesn't really even matter to me right now. Uh, This podcast is my favorite thing that I've created in a while. Um, I used to do art. I used to be really into creating in that sense and digital art and painting and all that but now I feel like this medium and this kind of source of communication and expression is really good for me at this time in my life so I'm here for you guys and I know that a lot of us have gone through many different traumas in our lives. I actually asked the question on my Instagram in my stories today 
um, you know, what led you down the spiritual path and yoga? Like, what traumas uh, led you and guided you into this gateway through into spirituality? And the answers were pretty shocking. I mean, drug and alcohol abuse, sexual abuse, depression, anxiety, eating disorders, car accidents, losing, losing jobs, divorce, getting pregnant, getting married, um, you know, losing a loved one. I've, I read all of them and, you know, it's beautiful to be aware of that pivotal moment in our life that truly was the turn that we needed to just clear things up and get on a path that feels more fulfilling and nourishes our soul. So I challenge you to stay on that path, to do your mindful meditations and your movement, get out in nature, listen to Oprah Winfrey's Super Soul podcast because they're amazing. And yeah, I did that all day today. I probably listened to like four or five episodes. Some of them are short, some of them are long, but she has the top-notch guests on there. There's no fluff. There's no crazy amount of ads in between the episodes. Like, it's just to the point. It's direct. It's amazing information, and I truly felt like my soul was nourished all day. I felt heard. I felt understood. I felt so good, so I recommend that, and you can check the show notes as well. I'll link it in there. So, thank you so much for tuning in to that episode of the vibe within until next time see ya say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill